Pricey, how are you going? Hello, Nitso. Now, listen, we're no longer cyclone chasing. I always thought of you guys as bumping along the Bruce Highway in an old truck with a barometer (laughs) and binoculars and a camera. Uh, What are you now? Good name, too. (laughs) We're weather IQ now, Pricey, but listen, we still do that. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, uh, this is a good name. I I, I need to ask you, from a factual point of view, uh, how can people find you? And uh, what do they get from your website? Hey, Bryce, we give uh, we give in-depth information, regional information for towns, villains, which yeah. uh, which are particularly important. Um, and uh, they can find us on weatheriq.com.au or our Facebook page, which is where we're most active. Oh, good on you, mate! Now this is. You know, usually we have a chat to you guys a little bit later on. This is early in the season, uh, uh, and it's not Casper the Friendly Ghost, it's Jasper. Uh, what do you reckon's the story? No doubt it's been uh, quite uh, incredible for you guys who, who love this side of thing to see something so early. Yeah, it is. We had those early ones out towards Vanuatu and then this one almost forming in the same sort of area. Yeah. And uh, this one's coming the other way. This one's coming our way, though. So, yeah, it is quite a, quite unusual, particularly in an El Nino, to see so many early cyclones and on this side of, the, uh, this side of Australia. Yeah. Uh, okay, tell us about it. What do you reckon? Yeah, look, the, the system's going to move southwards. It's developing nicely this morning. That's probably not what you want to hear. But uh, it's, <laughs> it's moving southwards at the moment, and then it will start to shift in a more southwest or, or even west-southwest direction as we progress into the weekend and into early next week. Uh, look, as, a, as for landfall, it's still way too early to mm. tell, and there's still not 100% certainty that it's going to make landfall. A lot of the models are weakening it significantly as it pushes towards the coastline. So it's one of those systems that yes, it will likely come towards us, but how strong will it be and exactly what part of that coastline, that's pretty difficult to ascertain at the moment. With the um, water being warm enough, uh, I, I always thought when it came onto the coral sea, it, would, uh, it possibly could fire up a bit. Yeah, look, the Coral Sea is probably not as warm as it has been in recent years this okay. year because of the El Nino, but, gotcha. but it's certainly still warm enough to sustain the cyclone, uh, the cyclone's heat engine. Uh, mm. And so we do still expect it to be able to maintain intensity, but then there's some other things that happen as it starts to push closer towards the coast that might start to weaken it. We've, we've got a lot of dry, stable air. We've got a lot of vertical wind shear, so it chops the sort of head off the, uh, off the cyclone a bit and sort of skews it out a little bit. So that, uh, all those sort of things come into play as well, not just the ocean heat temperatures. With El Nino, uh, what, what is that sort of uh, prediction for our season? Yeah, overall, we'd be expecting a, a below-average season when it comes okay. to cyclones and below-average rainfall. But And certainly we started that way. September, October was very very dry, even for our standards. Uh, and then November suddenly sort of bucked the trend. And so and then this is following on from that. So, look, no El Nino is the same. But in an El Nino, yeah, we do technically, should, should see technically less cyclones and less rainfall. But uh, this one's bucking the trend. <laughs> and it's always an interesting time of year. We have to be uh, alert, not alarmed. Nitso, you're fantastic. Thanks for always letting us uh, call you and find out the facts.